Good afternoon, you're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com slash New Haven Independent or look us up and on your Facebook page and hit see first so you can see and hear all the great programs we have here on WNHHLP. And you can also see and hear Cannabis Corner on ProCannabisMedia.com and on the Greenhaven Media Facebook page. So here we are. It is Monday, July 17th. 2023. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. I am your host, Joe Lachance, and I am joined here as usual by my illustrious co-host, Uncle Lou. How are you, Uncle Lou, today? I don't know about illustrious, good brother, but you know, life is good as always, just pushing through, doing what we got to do, spend a little time. uh, Once again, I just want to always start things off now with um, all, all individuals over the age of 21 have the right to grow their own cannabis. That's right. So um, make keep sure reminding you, people of that. Just keep reminding people. That's all. Just, just uh, we'll keep reminding everybody. Every that week over we're going to remind people of that. That is going to be the first thing we sign on with. I like uh, that. And don't get me wrong. You know, everybody's got to do what they got to do. I saw something really rough in the news today. Um, that kind of hurt my spirit about things too, and I and I hate being one of those naysayers or anything like that. But did you happen to see the nice woman who got um, carjacked in Hartford yesterday? I heard all about it. Like, yeah, I heard all. So, about it. just big, big, uh, big shout out to everybody. Just make sure to stay safe while you go through everything yeah. that you're doing. I yeah, I heard about it this weekend from some people and I was really disturbed when I heard the news. Uh, you know, it it's something that is not the first time it's happened and it's something that we really have to watch out for in this community. So going into anything else is just hey guys, just make sure when you do the things that you do, stay safe. Stay you know safe. what I mean? Please remember that when you work in the gray area um it's still the gray area yeah you know that's yeah. why a lot of us got out of it it's why we opted to go a different way because you know 20 years ago 15 years ago 10 years ago five years ago you couldn't you couldn't get on the news and say oh no i was victimized of something while something else was going on and now right. those abilities are kind of at least allowed to so just be safe while you're out there and, um, yeah. you know, watch out for your fellow, for your fellow community members as well. Watch for each everybody. other's backs. Anybody watch who, each other's anybody. backs. Watch each other's backs. That's all I yeah. got to say. Yeah. 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 We'll leave yeah. it at that. But anybody who knows, knows. Um, okay. So real quick, before we get into our first guest, I wanted to promote an event. That sort of has something uh, to do with what you're talking about. 
Um, it is happening this Wednesday, and it is down on Henry Street. It is the New Haven Clean Slate Clinic. Yep. And this is being run by huge, SS. huge big event. Like let's be let's. Uh, this is for this community. If you can hear us on the radio and you have something in the past that you're looking to do, our very great friend Kibra from Menor Vert, as well as our good friend Jason Ortiz up at uh, SSDP, along with a couple other community organizations. I know that I'll be popping in to say hello and kind of I will be there too, Lou. Joe will be there. And this is something for the community. This is literally being run by some great people. Um, We all know that Kibra has been a huge proponent of all of this for years. So it's really awesome to see it come full circle and watching organizations do it. So I'm very excited about that. Joe, give us all the details, though. That is Wednesday, July 19th, uh, from 4 to 7 p.m. It is 169 Henry Street in New Haven, Connecticut. It's for anyone who has a cannabis crime on their record and is interested in clearing their record and possibly to come work in the industry as well, because there will be industry professionals there. Jason Ortiz, as you said, Kieber will be there. And it is also sponsored by Good Green. So uh, it's going to be a great event. It's going from four to seven. So it's three hours. You should stop in. Uh, All that info is posted on all of our social media. So make sure you check that out. Support the community. And if you do have something on your record, they can definitely help you clear it. And it's not just cannabis. If you have something that you're looking to get expunged, anything on your record that's looking to get expunged, yes, it's cannabis companies that are pushing it. And that's a lot of what they bulked us in together with it. But um, definitely, if you have something and you're looking to get it expunged, this would be a great opportunity. I know that uh, SSDP and Good Green are going to be doing it all over the state um, and partnering with other uh, adult use hybrid cannabis companies. Excellent. And I will be looking forward to that because I may fall into that category. So uh, I'll have right. to speak to somebody over there. Uh, maybe it's time I took care of mine. Uh, I've been That's wearing right, it as Joe. a badge of honor because I got pissed off because they wouldn't expunge it. They've already turned me down once, believe it or not. You know <laughs> what? You keep pushing at it, Joe. That's the big thing. Mine, I had a couple, a couple small ones automatically erased. My larger ones did not automatically erase. Anything over um, a couple ounces did not get erased. So those are still kind of hanging in there. (laughs) I got mine hanging. It's been hanging for 40 years. So maybe it is time. Almost 40. All right. So speaking of events going on in the area, you know, obviously uh, with legal cannabis and the ability to grow, people can gather together and enjoy a good time. And I found a, we have a very interesting guest coming on. Uh, his name is Timeless Johnny, and he is doing an event on July the 30th called Smokes and Jokes. Timeless Johnny, how are you today? I'm good, boss. How are you guys doing today? Good, good, good. Hey, man, it's nice to see you and nice to hear from you. Thank you for putting on these great events. I know this is not your first event, but this is your first time on the show. Of course. So, comedy and cannabis. Sounds like a good thing. You get high and you laugh, right? Yes, you got it. You got it. So, tell us a little bit about this event. What motivated you to start the Smokes and Jokes event? And, uh, you know, how's things been going out there? 
So All I right, want to so, also uh, say hello, uh, not to interrupt. So I've actually been to a Smokes and Tokes. Uh, I went to one of the New London events. Um, probably, okay. I want to say like a year and change ago. So okay, okay. A while ago, something similar. Uh, it was nice to be able to not worry about what we smelt like. Is that what you guys have going on now? Basically, if we come in happy and high and you guys are going to provide the rest. Absolutely, man. Everything is kind of included with your VIP ticket. You get your goodie bags, you know, all your goodies from all the local vendors and, uh, you know, this great quality comedians. I really go around and I pick out the best com comics that are out working and doing their thing. This ain't just like, you know, open mic comedians. These are quality comedians. Um, like right now on July 30th, we have uh, the pleasure of having Marshall Brandon, which is a Connecticut native, but he's uh, currently on tour with Dave Chappelle right now. So um, we have the, the privilege of having him on with us. Um, we have some special guests uh, that have really been doing their thing. But, yeah, the what started me, what made me want to start this was, you know, what we all wanted to do, go to comedy shows, and, and we'd leave the, the butt in the car and come in and watch the show. And I said, you know what? If it's legal, why not just have a spot where we could sit down, enjoy a show, and enjoy our blunts and cigars and things like that, and just enjoy the show? So... I just put it all together. It's been received very well, and I just, I'm just excited to continue to grow. Nice. Now, how many events like this have you put on so far? Uh, probably over 25. Definitely over 25. And it's not just in Connecticut too. I've done uh, some shows in Brooklyn. I've had uh, Smokey Suarez headline a show. Um, he's a big headline comedian as well. Um, I've been in Massachusetts. I'm working my way to Massachusetts. I've done Orlando, Florida. Um, Miami, Florida, uh, all over Connecticut, though. But, yeah, we're, we're working our way around the coast, and we're trying to make it so now, nationwide. So now what we were talking about earlier, as you were saying, these aren't just open mic comedians. These are actual headliner comedians. So I take it this is what you do. This is your industry. This is your lane. You know, when we tell people what to do when they come into cannabis, we always say stay in your lane and do what you do right. and incorporate the cannabis. So I take right. it, you know, throwing these comedy events and doing comedy that's your forte. That's where your expertise is. Absolutely. Before this, I was doing celebrity bookings for a while. I made it some nightclubs in Miami, things like that. But uh, uh, events and things like that have always been my forte. Um, like I said, getting started, I was just going to comedy shows with my girl and just like traveling far. I would I would travel two, three hours just to go see a comedy show. And you kind of smoke in it, you know, and you had to drink. So I just, like I said, I just had to put it together and yeah, once I found that lane, I've been staying in my lane and I've really been trying to put my foot on the gas and just keep going. And I really am open to, you know, quality, quality vendors, quality entertainment. Anybody that wants to get involved and see their themselves that have a product that can fit on the stage. If, if it works, I'm down to open a network because this is a big community and I love the community between the comics and the cannabis. I mean, it's, it's an open arm community, as you guys can imagine. Right. Right. No, exactly. And that's that's why I think it's very important that we have a, a plethora of different events and different places where we can gather and enjoy each other's company. Uh, one thing I have been doing since I've been back in Connecticut for this extended period uh, has been visiting a lot of the local community events. And there's a lot of great things going on. And that's why I think that's why I wanted to have you on the show. I think it's important that we promote our own community 
and grow our own community. And it seems like this. And these are the events that aren't necessarily what we see. You know, these are social gatherings. They're not, you know, vendor type of things. This isn't something that you want to run and run out. These are what we're highlighting is that idea to gather. The right right to gather. Right. Assumption lounge. Right. Yeah. Right. Members. Almost like a members only club. Yep. 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 Yeah, so we do we do a bunch of it's a it's a full experience. It's it's not like any other comedy show you've been to. You you're gonna have a full experience. I mean, uh, like this this uh month we got a free dab coming in. They're giving free dabs to guests that attend. Um, we're always doing raffles. I got a you know I got a um what's it a claw machine that you can win bud there. You know, it's not just a comedy show. It's really an experience. So it's something that you just gotta come to and you just gotta you gotta experience it for yourself. Yeah, for sure. And that's July 30th. Now, the uh, uh, the event is up uh, on our social media pages. Okay. And, and uh, so, yeah, you can find the link there to the event, right? But I wanted to ask you a question now. You've been in comedy for a while, right? Yeah. And I really think what you're doing kind of adds that extra dimension that's always been missing in comedy, right? Like you said, you always can go there and get drunk but you couldn't really go there and get high. And it is a whole different experience. Right. Um, so what's the difference now? Comedy seems to be under attack like these yep. days. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So what type of show will this be? Will this be a, uh, a more open, uncensored type yeah. of comedy? So, so once again, with my shows, you could always expect great comedians, quality comedians, quality acts. So they're going to cover topics that are current. You know, they're going to cover their, like you said, raw and un- uncensored. You're going to get good quality, good co- good quality comedy. And and that's, you know, that's straight to it. And I think that because there's stoners there, I think they're more receptive to, you know, mm. the comedy of the raw style of comedy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's comedy. Let's not be sensitive about yeah. things. You know what I mean? And that's where... We got in and out. Um, but with comedy, let's understand this is a comedy show. It is yeah. something that's going to be within the uh I, I would even partake and say the the young the you know, the young urban style of comedy. Like you said, the gentleman's headlining with David Chappelle. So expect similar styles. Um keeping it raw and uncensored is 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 what we say and what we do ultimately in, in that part of the world. So I'm really excited to see this event. I know that our guest dropped off. Yeah, I was. Oh, here he is. He's back, back okay. in. But I there wanted to are. make good, sure good, good, we good. put that out there. And, you know, we're looking forward for people to go and enjoy something like this because the social gathering aspect is still uh, underrated. You know what I mean? There are a couple things going on, but they're also very local to places. So it's nice when we see more individuals come up and do these things. And I always and I always say it because, you know, yo soy Boricua. But I always love seeing a minority-run industry, uh, uh, a minority-run event or something like that coming up. So big shout out to you, persevering and pushing forward and putting in that extra work. You know what I mean? Appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys acknowledging that. And I appreciate you guys even giving me the time to to express this on this platform. Once again, I love this community between the comedy and the cannabis. It's a great, it's a great space, and I think that it's just where we're at in times right now with legalization and. All these uh, states around us doing the same thing. I feel like it's it's, it's rocket launch time, man. It's time to expand at work, continue to put on shows like this. 
continue to do networking events and and I'm, I see I see this five years from now this could be a mega state for this type of thing. They can definitely do it. I think that that you're 100 right in that realm. You know, yeah. I went up to uh, I go to comedy shows fairly often, and that's one of the biggest drawback. You know what I mean? If I'm at the casino and I'm going to something yeah. up there, it's a 15 minute walk for me to go smoke a blunt or something. You right. know what I mean? So it's it's uh, just having the ability in that immediate vicinity goes a very long way. And dabs is that is that nice alternative as well? You know, having those dabs yeah. that's a vaporizer type of thing depending on what it is and connecticut allows hookah lounges and cigar lounges so we have interesting laws that do allow some of these things you know what i mean yeah Um, joe yeah so uh johnny tell us a little bit how we can find you on social media our next guest is coming up and you're welcome to listen if you'd like um uh tell us how to find you on social media and how people can get their tickets and if there's any sponsors or anything that you want to shout out for this event. for sure for sure uh let me start off with my sponsor uh they've been holding me down for a couple shows um it's all the smoke 203 that's out in danbury connecticut the smoke shop all your smoke needs and accessories you can find it there great people great service um and they've been holding me down i appreciate them uh smokes and jokes uh 18.eventbrite.com you can find their tickets for july 30th and um basically uh, Smokes and Jokes USA on Instagram. Uh, and me personally, it's, it's Johnny Cash on Instagram. But yeah, like I said, if anybody wants to, you know, network and I'm I'm open to doing whatever, you know, whatever has to do with this and this platform, I would love to use my platform to help others out too. So let's continue right. to grow. So if Thank anybody you very wants much, to book Johnny. a comedy show in their area, maybe wants to promote one in your certain Absolutely. area, give Johnny Absolutely. a call. Absolutely, Raw and uncensored comedy for uh, for the the happy stoners. All right, That's right. All right, boss. Thank you, guys, and I appreciate you. I hope to see you at the next uh, next show or future show. All Thank right, you. Johnny. Take care, my right, friend. Boss. Smokes and Bye. jokes, USA. All right. That's a good. That's a great thing. You know, I love to yeah. see things like that happening across the state. But our next guest is here, and I'm really looking forward, as always, to talking to him. With us on the other line is Danny Danko, and Danny is a cannabis editor, writer, and photographer who was the senior cultivation editor of High Times Magazine and worked there for 18 years. Uh, He personally selected High Times annual 10 strains of the year from 2005 to 2018 and created and founded the High Times Seed Bank Hall of Fame in 2007. He has judged more cannabis cups than anybody else on the planet. Danny is the author of the official High Times Field Guide to Marijuana Strains and Cannabis, a Beginner's Guide to Growing Marijuana. He hosted the podcast High Times Presents Free Weed from Danny Danko from 2011 to 2018. And Danny currently hosts the podcast Grow Bud Yourself and is a senior editor of Northeast Leaf Magazine since July 2020. Welcome to the show, Danny. How are you today? Hey, I'm really good. Uh, thanks, Joe. Thanks, uh, Lou. It's great to see you guys again, and uh, hope you're having a good summer. Oh man, I'm I'm ecstatic. So I always share a little story. I I joke about this, and so much as the world has turned in cannabis, but Danny taught me how to grow in so many ways indirectly. So I'm from New York, as everybody, I'm a Brooklyn kid, 
And we used to, I listened to, I read everything I did. And this is the one guy that I probably see four or five times a year in person. And I still fanboy every time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love to hear from anyone who, uh, who I've inspired to grow because uh, I really do think it's one of the, one of the best things you can do if you really love the plant uh, is to actually cultivate it yourself Um, and congrats on Connecticut uh, getting home grow as well, which is great. Um, Great news that just happened very recently. So yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it was I a was long, actually, hard road, but we yeah, did before it. The, before we, Joe asked, what, what was I doing? I was trimming my six plants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my father recently started. Tell us a little bit about your book as well, because my father just got your book. And he, that was his last reading. And he started growing this year. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so I mean. Uh, generational, Dan. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the uh, the book is called Cannabis, A Beginner's Guide to Growing Marijuana. And I really. uh it came out in 2018, um, and I really just wanted to create something just to get people's foot in the door. Um, for me, growing up, uh, I read all the grow books that were out, and they were great and had amazing information. Um, but they also seemed kind of like a lot of work. You know, they were like textbooks. Uh, and I wanted to basically get something out there that anyone could read and get started. And, of course, you're going to need to move on to those books. Um, but this was more of just foot in the door, plant a seed and and see where it takes you. Um, I think that's really the barrier for most people is, uh, you know, they spend a lot of time doing research and reading and things, but really it's, it doesn't happen until you actually plant a seed and get started. So I wanted to kind of bridge that gap. Right, right. And I think it's important to have books like what you have and, and you know, people out there who can help the, the beginner grower, especially at a time like now in Connecticut, when we just got it legal and there are probably a lot of people who are saying hmm hmm i think i might try that hmm, maybe i want to try that where do i start how do i get going you know what i mean because there <clears throat> you still have to do a lot of preparation you have to make sure you get the right pots the right soils and everything like that does the book cover this is this something somebody can just buy and it'll it'll uh it'll give them step by step from the beginning to the end yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's my hope. I really <laughs> tried to give people, uh, you know, there's many different ways to grow um, as many ways as there are right. growers, basically. Right. But right. I wanted to get the basics in there and uh, the most forgiving ways, which I believe, you know, you get it yourself a three by three or a four by four tent. Uh, you hand water your your soil in buckets, uh, you know, just the basics, you know, and then if you want to if you want to expand into things like hydroponics or aeroponics or living soil, uh, you can do so. Uh, uh, but those are more uh, intermediate to advanced techniques. Uh, and this book was really meant for beginners, first timers. Right, right. And and like I said, that is that is what we're we're looking to target right now because there's going to be a lot of first timers. There are, there. and yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that are not looking to jump right into creating their own living soil or setting up an entire hydroponic setup or now running water and power to rooms that didn't have water and power. There, this, you know, as of July first, everybody over the age of 21 should and can cultivate. And a three by three or a four by four is exactly what our laws are written for. So if you have somebody that just, um, you have somebody that just like my father who just retired, 
and he doesn't want to go crazy, but he wants to enjoy a little something, he can get started with a regular tent or, you know, in whatever setting that he likes and get it going with a nice, simple, and it was an easy read. So it's something that my father didn't want to pull out a whole textbook and get discouraged. But it gives that, for my opinion, it gives that that easygoing way of it and just gets you started and gets you interested enough to want to go on to those next books and learn new things and um, have that opportunity. I know that we have all talked about it. We do grow classes here in Connecticut as well. And I know you've been doing grow classes out in New York and you speak in Massachusetts. You have spoken in Connecticut and we're looking to hopefully have you up here. Is do you travel when you do those? Do you bring the book so that individuals can actually pick up the book and then, you know, have that conversation with you? Yeah. I mean, typically I'll include uh, a free book as part of the ticket uh, price of the class. Cause I do take people through the book uh, in the class, but then they get to take it home as well. Some people like to get it signed. Um, but really, you know, the question for people for the most part is, why grow your own? I mean, when you can go to a store and buy it. And so I, I try to answer that early on by saying, you know, you know, everything that goes into your plants, um, you know, the, 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 the cultivar, the variety, the strain of the a plant that you're growing, uh, you know, whether there was pesticides, whether it was overfeed, overfed, um, all of those things you're in control of. And uh, ultimately, uh, it's pennies to the dollar for what you're going to pay uh, in a dispensary or um, any kind of a uh, place like that where you're going to purchase cannabis. So, uh, and, and the bottom line, the last part of it is that it's fun. You know, it should be, yeah. it should be fun and you should enjoy it. And there's no feeling like uh, smoking on, on flour that you created out of thin air. I call it modern day alchemy because to me, you're taking light air, uh, food, water, and you're creating something that's really worth its weight in gold. Uh, you know, it's a medicine and it's a healing flower. Uh, it helps people. Uh, especially these days with, uh, you know, a lot of uh, people struggling with addictions and things like that. I, I meet people every day that tell me cannabis saved their life. And so I just try to be a conduit for that. I, just, I really, whether they're uh, purchasing it, growing it, whatever, whatever it is, I just want to um, help them out and, and, and lead them along the way if that's what their interest is because to me it really is truly a healing flower and uh not some dangerous narcotic and it really can add years to your life uh and make it more enjoyable and enhance your life uh as opposed to some of these other routes that people go down um that can be deadly or very harmful you yeah know, that's a that's a big 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 thing that those harmful roads that people end up down and have you found or heard that the actual act of just growing the plant is also therapeutic? Absolutely. I mean, particularly for medical patients, uh, you know, you're creating your own medicine. And so just that alone is healing, uh, being, being, being there and seeing it and giving it, it gives you uh, a purpose as well, because for those three months or so that you're doing this, um, you know, you have that anticipation of that first puff or the first edible or, or tincture, whatever it is that you're going to create out of your cannabis. So uh, yeah, I've, I've found that it's therapeutic, uh, the, the cultivation of it and the consumption of it. So it's really, uh, uh, the, it's the only thing that's addictive is, is, is uh, growing it. <laughs> <laughs> that I would 100% agree about. You know, they say, um, you know, there's all these euphemisms. Once you start growing, either you're going to always grow 
or you're going to never grow again. Those are the only two options. There's no <laughs> real in between. <laughs> yeah, I could see that for sure. I mean, there's certainly obstacles to overcome uh, as well when you're growing, whether it's pests or uh, powdery mildew or mold or overwatering, overfeeding. There's a lot, lots that can go wrong. Uh, and so, and, and it happens to everyone. <laughs> I should let people know, what happened uh, to you me. know, and how you, how you deal with that adversity is also a part of who you are and your character. And, and so it, it helps, it helps in so many ways. Uh, but even for people who, who will never grow their own, I do think it's important that they know where their cannabis comes from, how it's created. Um, so even if they're not growing and they're just going in the dispensary, they're asking the right questions, not, you know, how high is the THC level, but, um, you know, what, what terpenes are most prevalent? Uh, what, you know, what, what fertilizer was used to feed these plants? Was there pesticides used? That kind of thing. Those are the important questions. Right. Um, so now, rather, yeah. Uh, so now I guess that even leads into your current project with Northeast Leaf. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Because I've noticed some really awesome, um, issues that have been coming out highlighting a lot of the the community and the space medical adult use um can you tell us a little bit more about that as well yeah absolutely and northeast leaf i've been doing for the last three years um since 2020 and uh we're actually now just now uh celebrating our, our three-year anniversary and we basically thank you appreciate it and uh it's a free magazine that people can pick up in uh dispensaries all throughout the northeast from maine down to new york and new jersey and we try to highlight uh, what's available out there for the consumer. So if you're going to a dispensary, um, what varieties are available, uh, how they make you feel. Uh, we have a strain of the month, a concentrate of the month. Um, we have different themes to every issue as well. So there's um, issues about health and wellness. There's issues about concentrates, um, issues even about psychedelics, because I do believe that uh, you know plant and fungal medicine goes beyond just cannabis. And there's there's a lot uh, that these uh, plants and fungi can teach us uh, and help us with. So uh, we try to cover a, a little bit of everything, but from the consumer's perspective. So it's not so much uh, for the, the home grower, mag, right. you know, it's for the uh, the consumer that that wants to know what's what's out there and what's available. It can be intimidating walking into a dispensary for the first time and looking at this huge menu of, of different products and not really knowing uh, what what's best for you. Um, and bud tenders can be very helpful, but sometimes maybe not. So uh, we want to be right there um, next to the counter where people can pick us up. It's free. Um, we make our, our money off of advertising. So we're always looking for dispensaries and, and different brands to advertise with us as well. But uh, it's been going great. I've been really enjoying it. And uh I feel like, you know, we're a valuable asset and a voice in the community uh, for the consumer. Yeah. I know that one of the really interesting things that I found with reading Northeast Leap and, you know, you guys, uh, you guys have some great insights throughout the Northeast. So if I was doing my cannabis tourism where I was going from either New York or Connecticut up to like Maine. You know, there was the information where I wasn't now going into the main market that has reciprocity lost. You know, it, it allows me to be an informed consumer before I even get to walk in the door. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of why we chose to focus on the entire Northeast region rather than just uh, one state at a time. Um, I think eventually, hopefully, you know, we will we will be state by state. 
Uh, but for now, it's it's the entire region and things are changing so rapidly, um, whether it's Massachusetts, uh, Maine, uh, now Vermont and, and Connecticut, New York, New Jersey. I mean, things are just changing very quick. And so in the last three years, we've seen a lot of change and we just wanted to be there, have our foot in the door um, to be a voice you know, for the consumer, for the person who's who's actually going to the dispensaries oh, yeah. uh, and purchasing product. You yeah, know, I think and that's, that's where yeah, it's very important. And I think that, you know, I know maybe one day it's state by state, but as we watch Connecticut mature, it, I don't even see, like I've seen a couple places, a couple people try it. I don't just think it's sustainable for just that small state by state style just yet and having the ability because all of our states are a two hour, three hour drive away. You know, it's, I think it's a little different on the West coast. I don't know if our, a lot of our listeners know this, but if you're on the West coast, you can take two days to travel up and down California and be in the same state, never leave yeah. the state of California. <laughs> or if you're driving across Texas, you'll never leave the state of Texas and you can travel for 15 hours where up here, you know, you can go to New York to Maine in six hours, you know, and travel five different states and have five different laws and five different dispensary systems and five different, you know, that's that's the uh, the really interesting thing about <laughs> Northeast Leaf. I, I love that it encompasses the whole thing. And we have some great friends that all write for it. And you guys really do feature the community and have great people that, that work on the the uh, articles and photos and everything. Yeah, I know you have Bobby Nugs over there, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Bobby and Bailey, uh, and uh, our friend Charles Kindbud photos up in Maine, and yeah, I, I couldn't do it without uh, contributors, freelancers from from the region, because uh, I'm in, I'm down here in New York. Um, I get up to Mass and Maine once in a while, but not every month. So it's great to have help uh, from people who are on the ground in those states. Uh, and understand those laws because they are all all very different. <laughs> right. You know, some states can't they, uh, dispensaries aren't even allowed to advertise, such as Pennsylvania, um, and and all the different all the laws are very different in in every state. So it is it is an interesting time, uh, and they're and they're constantly changing, <laughs> right? So yeah. Uh, so you know, we we love to be there, you know, on a monthly basis <laughs> um, to cover all as much of that as we can possibly uh, have in the magazine. Great, 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 great. No, and it's a great service. Where is it available now? Is it head shops or dispensaries carry it? Where did where do people carry it? Yeah, so because it's a free magazine, uh, it's in head shops and dispensaries because those are places that actually card people uh, and make sure that kids aren't getting their hands on things. So um, primarily, that's that's where we're at. Uh, we also have a subscription program if people want to pay. It's it's normally the magazine is free to pick up at these places, but if you really want to make sure you get uh, every month's issue, we have a subscription product um, that is six dollars per issue, and we mail it right to your house. Uh, so uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're kind of like the pilot program for all the Leaf magazines because I know they they all want to be um, subscription driven as well at some point. So we're kind of exploring that, and we've got a, a good amount of subscribers, and it's constantly a, a growing mm -hmm. list. So. Um, and at six bucks an issue, that's cheaper than any other magazine you're going to pick up in the store right now. In all honesty, yeah, you know, yeah, and it's and it's delivered to your right to your home uh, every month. So you know, we're we're excited about that as well. We're also excited about Leaf Bowl events. These are these events that uh, are our you know our version of a cannabis event. 
um, where people can win a leaf bowl uh, in different categories. So, you know, flower. I love it. Yeah. Uh, concentrate and edibles and all of that. So we're bringing that. Um, uh, leaf Magazines has done a bunch of those uh, in Oregon, in Washington uh, and Alaska. And we want to uh, we want to bring that to the Northeast uh, this fall, actually. So um, we're planning a few of those upcoming and uh, i'm going to be in michigan actually this weekend uh for an event called legacy michigan uh which should be really exciting a lot of uh a lot of uh cannabis people and bands and stuff are going to be there i'm also going to be uh at the sweet tooth competition here in new york that's a uh, dougie from hitman glass uh puts on that event and uh turptown throwdown up in massachusetts oh we uh, love turptown throwdown yeah yeah in august so uh you know, a nice lineup of uh, summertime uh, festivals and events going on. Uh, and, you know, it's always great when the cannabis community gets together. We can see all the different uh, people from all walks of life uh, who share this amazing plant. So, you know, it's a uniter at a time when things are so divided uh, politically and, and, and socially and all these different things. And cannabis is one of those things that brings people together. And I think that's something we should celebrate. Yeah. I agree. There is a there's still a learning curve as the uh, as the market starts to mature in some of the smaller states like Connecticut and you know Rhode Island and some of our surrounding states. But it's it's interesting to see how the legacy and the gray markets are starting to intertwine with licenses and people getting licenses. And it's such a such, like you said, it's such an ever changing landscape currently that it's uh, there's a lot of people involved. Yeah, and it can kind of get complicated uh, at times. You know what I mean? This is why I think something like Northeast Leaf is important to have a resource like that. And just people like Danny out there who do, like you just said, you're traveling in three or four different states over the next month or so, who does get around and see, uh, you know, sees what's happening. Uh, it's important to have these resources out there in the community. Um, but Back to the home growing, Danny. Um, I wanted to, uh, you know, ask you just this is something. How did you get started? How did you uh, get started in cannabis? Yeah, well, um, I got started fairly young. Uh, I I was definitely drawn uh, to cannabis as uh, as a medicine. You know, I didn't really know it at the time. It just made me feel good. It made me feel the way I I, I wanted to. Uh, and it was very enjoyable. And then I had a friend who, who was a grower when I was probably about 17 or 18. So this would be, uh, early nineties or so late eighties, early nineties. Um, and he had a very small closet grow with like a, you know, basic 400 watt light. Uh, and, but I saw that you could actually create flowers indoors and it was, it, I mean, he filled like four or five jars, you know, big Mason jars of flour, uh, at the time when we were paying, you know, good money for that kind of thing. In and, the 90s, and, and it, it wasn't cheap. Yes. And this was like higher quality than anything you could really get out on the, you know, in the marketplace for the most part, unless the Grateful Dead were in town. <laughs> and so, you know, it, uh, it, it instantly appealed to me because, you know, in my mind, it was like you needed acres in South, South America or something to... Right to grow your own cannabis and to see it in, in a small closet and, and that kind of, you know, a quarter pound or a half a pound coming out of a small space like that. 
uh, it blew my mind. And and so I was basically like obsessed after that. I, I got my hands on whatever books I could find. I got my hands on a lot of High Times magazines. And then uh, I moved to New York and High Times was in New York, you know, so it was like kind of a no brainer to go to work there. Um, I, I started off just to get my foot in the door. I started answering the phones, breaking down boxes, you know, helping them move from one office to another. Uh, pretty much, you know, playing for the softball team, <laughs> pretty much yeah. anything I could to, 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 to be a part of it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and, and then started working full time uh, and writing after a while. Uh, and, you know, it, it was, it's been quite a ride since then. It's just been amazing to see, because even at that time, people would say, you know, it's, they're never going to legalize it. You're wasting your time, the government, the cartel, blah, 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 the pharmaceutical. No, it won't happen. It won't happen. But the reality is it did happen. And it happened because of people fighting for it uh, and keeping it at the forefront of their minds and, and having events like Boston Freedom Rally and Seattle Hemp Fest and, you know, just getting together and, and basically forcing the issue until people, people's minds changed and they got over the propaganda that they had been fed um, about, you know, this harmful narcotic that was a gateway drug to, to, to doom. Uh, and now, you know, the majority of people, I think, realize that there, there's really no negative aspects to legalization and that we were wasting our time and energy and lots of people's lives um, were ruined over cannabis prohibition. And yeah. so, uh, and the stigma remains. I mean, you can still feel it. It's out there. You know, people still. Oh, it is. <laughs> people <laughs> still have it. Mind. But, it. But it's a lot lo know. less than it used to be. And uh, the important thing is that less people are being being uh, arrested and, and thrown in jail. And, and, and that's, to me, uh, you know, it's worth the hassle of, uh, you know, the over taxation and the over regulation and the banking problems and the equity problems. And, you know, it, it legalization obviously isn't perfect and it has all kinds, every state, like we mentioned, is different. And some states don't allow home grow and some states uh, only favor the MSOs and don't have a level playing field. You know, there's all the issues that we deal with, but at the end of the day, I think younger people need to understand that um, cannabis prohibition was just a, one tragedy after another, a complete yeah. injustice, um, large and small, with people going to jail for decades, people's being, homes being raided, being separated from their families, their dogs yep. being shot. And, you know, it, it's not, it's un-American prohibition yeah. of, of it, it's just not part of what this country was built upon. Um, and certainly not for something like cannabis, which is, like I said, a healing flower. So, uh yeah, that's kind of that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's huge. And, you know, yeah, this is this is something that the stigma is, is going away, but it's still here. Um, we'll plug the expungement event coming up, you know, but I think you pointed out exactly what we were kind of talking about earlier. The you know, I was the legacy operator. Um, you know, everybody's heard the story a thousand times. And we made a pathway to legalization. I have a provisional license for cultivation and, and uh, hybrid dispensaries. And our good uh, co-host Heber also has a cultivation provisional as well as dispensaries. Um, and, you know, the expungement events are being hosted. We're now able to, to go through these headaches to get out of that legacy world so that because this is an option now, you know, um, a lot of people don't understand when your kids are pulled out of your arms by a cop because they're raiding your house. 
you know, those are, those are experiences we don't want people to know about, you know, then, you know, there was a recent incident, uh, in Connecticut and we don't want there to be those stigmas and we want the pathway to legalization and we, we have to have those pathways and stop favoring a lot of the larger ticket items because yes, it's a, it's a place where you can make some money, but we have to be able to make sure that those who are harmed are able to justify and get rectified a little bit before we move out to the, to the, to the big mass market. But if there's a way, just work your tail off to make sure you can get in, you know? Um, yeah, so. I, I agree with that 100%. Um, but, you know, it's not just the government that that, that has to uh, help with that. The consumer has to help with that, too. And by that, I mean, vote with your pocketbook. Spend the money on the cannabis you want to see yep. more of. Uh, and if that whether that be sun-grown, living soil, local farm, you know, farmer's market type uh providers um that's that's who i want to spend my money with you know and if i if enough of us as consumers demand that that's the product we'll get and if we settle for less we'll get less um and that's you know and for the people who really just don't want to deal with that at all you you have home grow so uh the options are there uh but i don't want to let people off the hook uh because every time you spend money on cannabis you are voting for something. You are choosing to perpetuate that type of cannabis for more people. And so uh, what you choose to purchase and consume is what you'll continue to be provided. And if you settle for less, you will be continue to get less. <laughs> right. There right. you go. That's a big one. <laughs> and that's right. Exactly. And that's why I think it's important that we have alternatives to what is available, let's say, commercially right now. I love um, the farmer's market model where, you know, we, local farmers bring their jars and, you you know, you can trade, you can buy, you can, uh, and, but, but it's all local family farms that are uh, producing small batch cannabis. If there's one thing I've learned in all my visiting all these gardens and learning, it's that the best cannabis isn't grown in hundred thousand square foot warehouses. Right. You know, it's just, yep. it's, it's grown in smaller batches and it's grown with love. Uh, yep. You know, you've got the, you've got the sunlight and the plant food and all those things. And the one determining factor beyond all of that is the grower's shadow, the grower being there, working with the plants, looking at the yep. plants, breathing on the plants underside of the leaves and that results in a better product than you know a robot produced monocrop um so that's that's what i want to buy and that's what i'm going to spend money on if 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 i end up spending money on it on cannabis that's what i want to buy you know And, and so and and we can't let ourselves off the hook you know, and just blame the government, the MSOs, or DG, the, or right? Yeah, oh, no, yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah. it's 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 our responsibility uh, as consumers. It's also our responsibility to consume uh, responsibly. Meaning, don't you know, blow smoke into uh, a a kid's face, you know, or you know, if you see uh, a mom uh, in with a with a stroller or something, maybe you you know you you go across the street or something, you know, be respectful. Uh, I I here in New York, I find tons of like cannabis packaging on the ground and um you know where people are just being disrespectful and 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 so i'm calling them out too you know be a responsible cannabis consumer don't you know don't feed that uh right uh, stereotype of the lazy you know stoner that doesn't care 
uh, and is complacent and apathetic. And I mean, that's not who we are anyway. Um, so don't be that. And, and, you know, so, uh, you know, be responsible, be the, be the person you want. They want us to be, we want to be seen. Show the example of, of, of us as, uh, you know, regular citizens that, want to you know I, I every chance i get to vote i vote every any you know what i mean like they, my i'm they call me citizen dan for, that's right know, i'm like i'm yeah. out there i'm out there and i think it's important uh that people do that and and show uh show the world that that stigma doesn't uh doesn't belong on cannabis consumers particularly um responsible legal cannabis consumers you know that's right. who we are be your yeah. own advocate we're not yep. kids anymore. You know, this is this is a lot of adults and it's a lot of senior citizens now who are consuming cannabis. And I, I bring it back to grow. This is a great hobby for a senior citizen. This is a, who is already using the medicine. Try to grow. Uh, you know what I mean? Give it a shot in your own home. And and the biggest thing about homegrown, we you talked about this all throughout during the show, is that you can control what goes into that plant you control all the conditions you don't have to again like uh, rely on a, a robot rely on temperature gauges rely on you know ten thousand square foot uh with no human connection you can put as much love and as much care into that plant as you want to get as much healing as you want to get out of it so, so a four by four tent can do wonders for any person yeah. from from 21 years old to 150 years old realistically we've had some very good friends of, of the show 75 73 years old with a four, four by four tent four plants and they do themselves an absolutely beautiful job a quarter pound to a half pound very simply you know, Danny, like Danny was saying, this is not something that needs to be overcomplicated where you could go extra and, you know, do a ton of different style grows. But if you kept it basic and just got a regular grow, fed the food the right way, kept on schedule and just done a scheduled regular program of, of what it is and get good quality genetics, there's no reason why you couldn't do well out of that four by four ten to keep your medicine going, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not just getting smokable flour. You're also getting all that trim uh, that right. you can make concentrates with. You can make mm-hmm. tinctures and topicals with. You're getting uh, fan leaves. Lately, people have been like even using fan leaves as part of a juicing program. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, right. Th- there's balls. You know, right, yeah. There's a a yeah. ton of uh, a ton of other benefits you get from growing your own as well. So you know, and and like one person can put up the tent and take it down. Uh, so it's really yep. it's not very super labor intensive. I mean, you do have to check your plants out and you know devote a certain amount of time every day just to get in there and and mm-hmm. and take a look. But um, aside from that, you know, it you just let them grow and 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 keep them happy. All right, real quick, Danny, we're almost out of time, and I got to tell you, you've inspired me to maybe start thinking about growing again. <laughs> uh, but how do we get in touch with you? How do people get your book? How do people get Northeast Leaf? especially for stores who want to distribute it down here in Connecticut. Tell us all the info we need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as far as the podcast, uh, the podcast is called Grow Bud Yourself. It's available anywhere um, that you listen to podcasts, Apple, uh, Spotify, all of that. 
Um, we have a Patreon page for that as well. Um, my book is sold on Amazon uh, and bookstores, and uh, I sell copies on eBay. If you want a signed copy, you can put it in the notes uh, on eBay. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, threads, all of that as uh, either Danny Danko or Danny Danko HT. Um, Northeast Leaf Magazine online is at leafmagazines.com. Uh, and we have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter um, as well for Northeast Leaf. So that's a great way to contact us if you'd like to carry the magazine, if you'd like to advertise in the magazine. Um, and yeah, just in general, uh, that's that's you know the things I've been doing. If you want to keep track of grow classes or anything like that, um, my Instagram is probably the most current place to know you know where I'm going to be uh, as far as festivals, events, uh, grow classes. Recently did some on Long Island, uh, planning some actually in Connecticut and a few other spots. So um, and very excited about that. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Patreon is a great place uh, to get extra added value from the podcast as well, because we throw some video um, and exclusive stuff up there for people that support us on uh, patreon.com slash Danny Danko. And uh, I appreciate all the support. I love to hear from people that I have uh, helped them and got them started growing and, and, and You're looking you know, at anything like right that. There, yeah, it sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, for everyone out there, keep on growing and uh, in every way, you know, the, keep learning and keep uh, planting seeds and, and finding new things to, to create. Lovely. There it Thank is. you, Danny. Thank you so, so much. For stay happy, healthy, and high. To see you in Connecticut. Stay That's happy, right. healthy, and high, right, Lou? All That's right. That's right, guys. Have a great day. All right. You can follow me at Joe the Weed Guy on Facebook and Instagram and Greenhaven Media on Facebook and Instagram. Also, Cannabis Channel on Facebook. Thank you to New Haven Independent. And thank you to Danny Danko. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Danny is getting high. Look at that. Me too. Let's have a hit for the road. Thank you,